0: Guess what? It's time to turn to feng shui with Anjit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Turn to Feng Shui. Angie will be with you shortly. Just a warning, you're not stuck with me once again. This year, uh, we've had a lot of new listeners. So we wanted to reintroduce everyone to turn to feng shui and get you reacquainted with Angie. So Angie, welcome.
1: How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic because I think it really aligns with my New Year's resolutions. But before that, I wanted to talk a little bit about your Yourself about feng shui. So for those of you who aren't familiar, Anjit's from Edmonton. She is a feng shui design consultant. She has a weekly segment on the Universal Radio Network on Wednesdays where she gives us tips about how we can align our house with the traditional Chinese practices known as feng shui.
1: Yes, so I actually got into feng shui Uh, Actually, I've loved it for a really long time. We did um, practice feng shui in our homes growing up. My parents did. And so I actually started off uh, getting interested in home design. And so the course I was taking actually had something that I could take feng shui alongside home design. And I actually loved feng shui way more than just general home design because I loved how energies and your home decor all kind of work together I find it so
0: fascinating the more and more I learn about feng shui and read up on it I start looking at the placements around my house and I try to make little changes and I'm not just saying this it actually does make a huge difference
1: yeah and that's all it takes it only really takes one small change to start that cycle going and that flow going and then once you're in it everything starts working for you and your environment truly is a 3D vision board of your life. So if there's something that you don't like in your home, that is something that reflects in your reality as well.
0: Yeah. And today, Angie, you wanted to talk about feng shui and 2023, which is known as a year of the rabbit, according to the Chinese zodiac calendar.
1: Yes. So I'm so feng shui, Like we follow the Chinese lunar calendar because feng shui is an ancient Chinese practice. And so with each Chinese New Year, the compass directions for each of the area of life changes. So now I've talked about the Bagua map before in each of the sections. So with each Lunar New Year, those directions change. So it's important because for example, if you have a relationship area full of things that celebrate your relationship, in the direction for 2022. In 2023, the relationship direction could change, and this will have an effect on your relationships and can be potentially damaging.
0: So, does that sort of mean that some feng shui elements can change on a yearly basis?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, when, uh so the Lunar New Year this year is January 22nd. So, that's when all of the compass points will change. And so, what you think was your relationship area for 2022 could be your health area for 2023.
0: So Angie, as a feng shui design consultant, does this mean you are continuously working with your clients on a yearly be- basis to get the flow continuously moving around their spaces?
1: Yeah, so actually um, feng shui translates to wind and water and everybody knows wind and water just does not stay still. So it's a continuous flow which changes every year with the different um, new year and the different elements. This year is actually the year of the water rabbit, So water is going to be particular particularly important. Um, so everyone has a Chinese zodiac sign. I tend to like Chinese astrology a bit better than Western zodiac signs because they go by the birth year and they're a little bit more accurate. So with the water year um, being this year, you will see more continuous flow. So last year was the year of the tiger, which is actually a, was the wood tiger, uh, which is re- represented by a big tall tree. So this year, it's because it's the water new year, it's actually bringing fruition to the ideas that we planted last year. So you'll see a lot more of the things that you started last year um, become a lot more successful this year.
0: So does that mean incorporating elements such as fountains and such would be more beneficial this year in your house?
1: Yes. And also, um, water is not just represented just by water, like you could introduce the water element in your home. Glass is something that is used to represent water, the colors blue and black, and also mirrors and just things in general, like You could have pictures of a waterfall or anything like that in your home too. It doesn't have to be water.
0: That's really interesting. I never thought about that, that colors can also be used as elements of water as well. And interestingly enough, I feel like sometimes there's certain colors in my house or my, especially in my work office, it's like, they just, they almost like block my mind sometimes and I get rid of certain things, even as, Sometimes I have like flowers and things on my desks that are certain colors and I feel like they're just blocking my mindset and removing some of those elements do help at times. And I think that also could possibly be why we think some colors are more calming to us is maybe they just keep our flow more intact or am I just yeah, completely totally. off the grid right now? You know.
1: Colour therapy is a real thing, and I learned this too. Colours really affect, like, how we work and how we relax. Like, it affects everything. So we have yin and yang. So yin colours are more of the neutrals and stuff, whereas yang, like, you bright reds and anything that's bright, they really affect, like, how we are and how we are as humans. And so in our homes also, like, you want the living room to have more of a yin. Um, But if you do a lot of, like entertaining and stuff then you want your dining room to have more yang colors and that's how we balance it out and that's what creates the balance and creates the harmony
0: so now angie with new year's 2023 we're 11 days in as a lot of us have set these new year's resolutions we have high expectations of ourselves and our productivity as well When we look at feng shui, and we take into consideration the Chinese zodiac calendar and it being the year of the rabbit. Could you perhaps share some tips that we can incorporate or some minor changes we can do around our household or workspaces to help us optimize and be focused more towards on our New Year's resolutions?
1: Yes. So in terms of feng shui, there are a few things you can do in your home for positive chi and positive energy this year. Uh, Bringing the earth element in will strengthen your luck. So bring in potted plants into your home, accessories made of clay and natural materials. A well-lit home that is clutter-free will create harmony and balance. If you do have an aquarium at home, then cleaning it regularly and making sure that the fish are healthy and that the water is clean is important. This year is great for letting go of old things that you no longer use. The rabbit is generally born in the spring. So this year, a spring clean would be a really great idea. Um, Making space in your home that is dedicated to rest, switching off electronics and read as much as you can. This year is great to reconnect with yourself and as well as others. It's also the rabbit is the most affectionate sign. So you will see your relationships be more fluid and less You don't have to put a lot of effort into them for them to be strong. Um, When you're shopping for furniture this year, look for pieces that have rounded edges rather than pointy because round represents fluidity and flow. In general, it will be a good year for opportunity, strong growth and good luck. And because we follow the Chinese New Year if you've already made resolutions in January 1st and you didn't follow through, you've already gone back to your old ways, you can make them again, this in January 22nd, but just make the promise to stick to them for you. Do it for yourself, if anything.
0: Excellent. Yeah, Chinese New Year's January 22nd. And I guess with Feng Shui being a Chinese practice, we can sort of align it with the Chinese New Year's calendar then.
1: Yes, that's the calendar I follow. I generally love it more just because it goes by your birthday. like your year and stuff too um i also want to just include right now that everybody has a personal energy number and this works for everybody so in this energy number uh you have your personal success direction your directions for health and the success direction is really good for um But getting things like in your favor, like working in that direction. And when you're in a meeting or an interview, like sitting in that direction is going to make you feel more powerful, more confident. I actually switched positions. I was sitting at my table and I was sitting actually in the south. And when I was reading my notes um, in preparation for this, I actually didn't feel as confident. But when I switched and I sat in the northwest, which is my success direction, I definitely feel a lot more confident sitting here and talking to you.
0: (laughs) And to sort of identify the lucky number in those positions, I guess one could get in touch with you where you can do a full reading and analysis and sort of give more details specific to each individual.
1: Yes. If you need help and you want to know your success direction, um, you want to have your the best year you've ever had, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Angie R, um, Feng Shui, or you could email me Angie at UniversalRadio.com. Excellent. And I'm actually
0: going to share a little bit of Feng Shui's story. So Angie, when we met, I remember you telling me that the position where my desk is in my workspace is really important. So before yes. that, my desk was... I was, so when I was sitting at my desk, my back, there was no wall against it, but I was facing a wall. And I remember you saying that I really need to change the position. A, it's important to have a wall behind you so you feel support. And also if there is no wall in front of you when you're working, it is bringing more openness, more acceptance, and you are able to think with a bigger vision, And I remember listening to that and I did incorporate that change. It was probably one of the simplest things I could have done. And it was probably one of the most effective things I've been seeing in my household and the change in my work. A lot of times before, I would feel like I hit a mental block and I was procrastinating. I couldn't think. And also I would feel like my ideas didn't have enough support or enough validity to make them actually transpire. After making this change, it's like when I'm thinking or I'm working on my desk space, A, I'm able to have a stronger workflow. So there's more continuous flow. I don't feel like I hit mental blocks as much. Also feel that my thoughts are actually more supported. So that was really eye opening for me. Because before meeting you, I'm not gonna like, I'm gonna say this openly, I never incorporated feng shui, I didn't know much about it. But since yeah. I'm listening to your segments every week, I've been incorporating minor changes. And it actually makes such a large impact, not just in like, obviously, like, I or maybe a lot of people can't see or feel energies around their space, but I can feel the energy I have. And I do feel like I'm in a more positive setting since then. And I think that does sort of translate to the energy I've been carrying just as an individual, and how people around me in my close circle have noticed that perhaps I'm a little bit more positive than I used to be, or my energy is more uplifting. So it was very fascinating. And I wanted to share that with everyone, because it was such a simple change, but it made such a difference in my day to day life.
1: Yeah, like we are, we are energy beings, we're just we're here temporarily, we are energy in a physical body. And so that's what we are we have all of our inside of us we have lots of meridians which are the places where we keep energy in our body so what happens is when the energy we have in our body is mingled with the outside energy that's what creates feng shui and um what you're saying about your where your desk is placed like if your desk is placed and you're facing a wall you're going to hit creative blocks, it's going going to be easily distracted. And you're going to be hit with things without realizing it. Once you change that position, and you're able to see the door or see the opening of the room, you're more likely to be able to accept what's coming in, see what's coming in and get over challenges more easily.
0: Now, Angie, if you had to give us all one tip to optimize 2023 for us, what will you be leaving with us today?
1: I would and this is what was my promise to myself to my resolution get a really good morning routine when you have a really good morning routine you set your day up you set your week up like take that an hour in the morning journal meditate get everything out like out into the open out onto the page because you'll be able to handle that more easily and just believe that you're worthy you're worthy of having a really strong morning routine like you're really you really are worth it like when you uh, so when when you have a really good morning routine, you really believe that you are worthy, and you take that energy and you bring it out into the world. And what you put out is what you get back. So if you believe you're worthy of certain things, that's what you're going to receive. And it's you know it's a law of attraction, which is something that I love too. So yeah, that would be my one thing.
0: Awesome. And guys, if you ever want to get in touch with Angie, you can follow her on her Instagram, which is Angie are uh, shui. shui. You can email her at Anjit at the Universal Radio and to spell that out it's A-N-J-E-E-T. A lot of people think it's Angie. It's actually yeah. Angie. Um you can also head to the Universal Radio's Instagram page where we have Angie's profile. You can click on her profile from there and you can get in touch. Thank you everyone and for next week Angie will be back and we will be talking about Feng Shui and decluttering.
1: Thanks, guys.